Old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 13 of season 4 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Penny Singleton plays a pretty single mother living in a small town who has lost her husband to the war. Other than this, it follows the usual format of suburban sitcoms. Her daughters, Sue and D.G., have a typical sibling rivalry, where the younger Sue is always trying to frustrate her older sister. The housekeeper, Margaret, is a wise-cracking fount of stability, and two regular suitors of Penny, played by Gil Gordon and Jim Bacchus, have a great and hilarious interplay between them. Gordon plays the town judge, and Bacchus plays Penny's real estate partner, as Penny has taken over her late husband's business. One is always trying to thwart the other's advances on Penny. All in all, this is a funny and endearing sitcom from the 40s, and fortunately, quite a few episodes have survived to this day for us to laugh along with. Now sit back and enjoy the June 5th, 1950 broadcast of The Penny Singleton Show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Penny Singleton Show. On stage tonight from Hollywood, The Penny Singleton Show. visit to our show, I suppose I should explain that in our story, I am Mrs. Penny Williamson. The little city I live in is called Middleton. It's a peaceful city, and I live on a peaceful street. Mother! I wish I could say the same about my house. Oh, dear, the telephone. Excuse me, just a moment. Mother, please come upstairs. It's an emergency. It always is. Margaret, could you answer I'm the... in the middle of getting breakfast. Mother! Dee Dee, I've got to answer I'll the phone. I'll answer it, Mrs. Williamson. Oh, thank you, Margaret. Mother, please! I'm coming, Dee Dee. Hello, Williamson residence. No, this is the cook, and I'm right in the middle of... Huh? What radio program am I listening to? Well... <laughs> At the moment, I'm enjoying the adventures of Nurse Marilyn Marble, all-American hot water bottle. <laughs> Who's got time to listen? What? Information? There's four of us. Me, Mrs. Williamson, and the two kids. Gigi, she's going on 13, and Sue, she's eight. And now, if you'll please... No. No, Mrs. Williamson's a widow. The war, yes. Now, if you'll please... No, we don't have a television set. With two kids, who needs Milton Berle? <laughs> All right. 
right, Deejee. What did Sue do now? Well, it was horrible, Mother. Just horrible. I reached into the bathtub for a piece of soap, and I picked up a turtle. Oh. Sue Williamson, come right out here this minute. Mother, are you absolutely certain they didn't switch babies on you in the hospital? <laughs> I'm positive. Sue? Deejee, hurry up and get dressed. What do you want, Mother? She wants to know why your turtle was in the bathtub. He needed exercise. I'll handle this, Deejee. Go get dressed. No wonder I'm a wreck at 13. Now, Sue, we've had talks before about what goes in the bathtub, haven't we? Yes, we have. And what decision did we reach? We decided that we wouldn't put goldfish in the bathtub. Well? This is different. Gregory Peck is a turtle. <laughs> I don't want any living things in the bathtub from now on. Does that include D.G.? <laughs> of course it does. Sometimes I don't think you appreciate how nice it is to have an older sister. When I was your age, your Aunt June was my older sister, and we had wonderful fun together. Didn't she mind if you kept pets in your room? Well, she... Well, now that I think of it, there was some trouble about a white mouth I had. Did she ever tell on you if, just by accident, you had a turtle or something in the bathtub? Oh, I don't think she... As a matter of fact, your grandfather once sent me a baby alligator from Florida. Yes, she had hysterics. I had it in the wash basin, though. Did she ever get all silly and mad if one of your pets got loose in her bedroom? Like my lizard did last week? I never had a lizard, but one night my frog hopped into bed with her. Oh, she raised the roof. She screamed and the whole family came rushing in and I ended up with a spanking. Imagine a spanking just because a tiny little frog. What were you saying about Aunt June? I was saying that a girl is very lucky to have an older... Let's go have breakfast. Here's your Wheaties. Morning, Margaret. Good morning. Where's Deejee? She'll be right down. Uh. Thank you. Oh, Margaret, you have a different hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. I've been wondering about getting a short bob like that myself. Charmaine do it for you? Uh-huh. She says it's her most popular new hairdo. She calls it the 1929 crash bob. <laughs> Don't you like it? Nah. When my boyfriend saw it last night, my stock crashed, too. Now <laughs> eggs will be right in. What takes D.G. so long? D.G. I'm coming. Mother, did you talk to Sue about the T-U-R-T-L-E? Yes, she D-I-D. <laughs> Everything settled. If we'd gone on that picnic Sunday, Gregory Peck wouldn't need exercising. I'm sorry about that. But I had to show some properties, and the clients were free only on Sunday. You've worked on Sunday twice in a row, Mother. I know. Come to think of it, why didn't Mr. Wiggins take last Sunday? Why does the Williamson of Williamson and Wiggins always get stuck? Mother, is he smarter than you are? No. Wait a minute. We'll have that picnic and we'll have it today. I'll just tell Mr. Wiggins I'm taking today off. Oh, Mother. 
But first, I have to stop at the office and pick up some property deeds, and then I have to return them to the city hall. I promised Judge Grundle I'd have them back this morning. It won't take me an hour. Half of it will be spent arguing with Mr. Wiggins. There'll be no arguments. Mother, hmm? is there any danger of you ever marrying him? Oh, he's just a friend and a business partner. I'd rather have Judge Grundle. If you girls don't mind, I'll make my own mistakes. Gigi, would you answer the door? With Mrs. Duncan. I can see her on the porch. And, Mother, she's holding some of your morning mail up against the sunlight. Oh, dear. Let her in, Gigi. We're in the dining room, Mrs. Duncan. Oh, good morning, Penny. Sue. Good morning, Ida. I just came over to borrow some white thread. Oh, here's your morning mail. Picked it up on the porch. Oh, and thank you for sorting it out. <laughs> Quite a few bills. Three of them. And a letter from your sister. There is. How is she? Oh, she says she's just fine at... <laughs> Penny, I, I'm sure I don't know what you mean. My, we certainly missed you at the church supper Sunday night. <laughs> I'd worked all day. I was exhausted. Well, anyway, Judge Grundle was there with his mother. He looked absolutely lost without you. Mm. As a matter of fact, people were wondering why you weren't with him. Of course, some people thought you'd given him the go-by for Mr. Wiggins. <laughs> My people will talk, won't they? Some people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wished I'd owned a kitten. Excuse me, Ida. Well, Sue, will you be glad when school's out? Yes, Mrs. Duncan. Hello. Oh, hello, Mrs. Foster. We're going on a picnic today. I know, but you I... You are? That's nice. That. I'm taking Gregory. He needs exercise. I'm oh, sure. What? Hmm, I'm wondering if we're here. making too much noise. Oh, right. oh Mother can hear all right, Mrs. Duncan. I know, but I can't. I? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it she's talking to? I'll meet the counselor at the train. We'll is it a man or, or a woman? All right. Bye. Hmm. Who was it, Penny? Isabel Foster. Oh, I suppose she called to tell you about her husband. Everybody's talking about it. When he came home from work one evening last week, she found a long red hair on his coat lapel. Maybe he stopped to pet a collie. <laughs> she didn't call me about that. Well, was it about her brother-in-law? They say, you know, that he... It wasn't about her brother-in-law. Well, my goodness, Penny. Aren't you going to tell me what it was? Are you going to keep it from me, your dearest friend? Yes, Ida, I am. Oh. <laughs> well, well, I must be going then. I've got a million things to do. Don't you want your white thread? What white thread? <laughs> Never mind, Ida. Oh, well, I I'll let myself out. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Gosh, she certainly left in a hurry. What was the matter? Oh, nothing's the matter. She's running back to her house so she can call Mrs. Foster. Oh, did Mrs. Foster have something awful to tell you? Oh, no, dear. <laughs> she just reminded me that I'm the committee to meet the new summer camp counselor this morning. I'll pick her up at the station and take her on the picnic, too. If she's anything like the woman we had last year, she'll love going with us. What's her name? I don't know, dear. I didn't go to the last meeting. Oh, dear. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Mrs. Duncan phoning Isabel Foster. Ida's day will be wrecked when she finds out. There's nothing to find out. <laughs> well, Mrs. Foster, as one of Penny's dearest friends, I was worried. Yes, I, I was just over there, and she looked so... Uh, well, so odd after you called. I was afraid there was some sort of trouble, and... What? Oh. Oh, she just has to meet the new camp counselor. 
Ah. Well, I, I'm glad it was nothing more than just meeting the new woman who... What? The new camp counselor is a man. <laughs> does, uh, <clears throat> does Penny know this? Oh, if she was at the last meeting, she does, hmm? Oh, a man. Oh, what? Oh, no, no, I, I wondered why she was so secretive, and I... Oh, my dear. Well, uh, goodbye, dear. I've got a million things to attend to. two of the Penny Singleton Show. It's just a few minutes later, and we find ourselves in the real estate agency of Williamson and Wiggins, where Penny works. Mr. Wiggins is already there, and wait a minute, so is Ida Duncan. Oh, I hope you realize, Mr. Wiggins, I only told you this because I know how you feel about dear, dear Penny, and I... Uh, let me get this straight, Ida. She's going to phone me and tell me she's going to take the day off? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you tell me the whole thing's a cover-up so she can meet this new swoon goon? Yes, yes. Well, I, I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. She's always been open and above board with me. Never any subterfuge with Penny. Well, won't you call it subterfuge if she pretends to you that the new camp counselor is a woman? Well, I... No, uh... I, uh... Well, I must be running along. Goodbye, Mr. Wiggins. Oh, uh, Ida, Ida. You're uh, not going to tell this to anyone else, are you? Oh, you don't know me very well, do you? I wouldn't breathe a word of it. (laughs) Don't know her very well. It's not true. Not a word of it. Only competition I've got is Judge Grundle. <laughs> she doesn't want him for us. Horace, you're pacing. Stop it. Stop it, Wiggins boy. You wouldn't believe anything a gossip like Ida Duncan. You're not upset, Wiggy lad. <laughs> if you were really upset, you'd be talking out loud to your... Uh... <laughs> now sit down. Take it easy. Relax. You you don't believe her. You 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 don't believe Ida Duncan. You just don't believe her. Horace. Now sit down. Uh, there. Good morning, Mr. Wiggins. Oh, Penny! Thank goodness you've come. What? Well, I, I, I can't explain to you, but more dependent on your coming in today than any other day in the whole year. Well, I'm glad because I'm going to take the day off. I mean, just before you came in, I... Oh. <laughs> oh, Mr. Wiggins, what's the matter? You look as pale as a drain thermometer. No, no. No, no, everything's all right. I just want to sit down. Why are you taking the day off? Well, I've been... Uh, uh, neglecting the children lately. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Wiggins, I never realized you were so observant. 
and understanding and dear. Yeah. <laughs> There's just one thing I have to do. I promised Judge Grenville to return these deeds to the courthouse this morning. Uh, uh, Penny. Yes? Are just you and the children taking the day off? Oh, no. I'm taking the new camp counselor on a picnic. It'll make a nice first day in town for her. Her. See you tomorrow, Mr. Wiggins. Her. <laughs> Doggone it, I'm not going to take this her business lying down. <laughs> Ida, have you told this story to anyone else? Why, Judge Grendel, you certainly don't know me very well. <laughs> If Wiggins knew about this camp council, it would certainly serve him right. <laughs> it, but it's not doing me any good either. Oh, you poor, poor man. Uh, that's where you're wrong, Ida. As a judge, I've had to face truth. I've had to face facts. The man who faces the truth and facts is a man who knows no fear. I am not afraid. Oh, uh, there, there's Penny coming up the corridor now. Oh. Morning, Judge. Hello again, Ida. Oh, hello, dear. I, I wish I could stay, but I must run. <laughs> Bye. Good morning, Penny. Bye, Ida. Well, here are the deeds I promised to return, Judge Grendel. Why are you staring at me? Is something wrong? <clears throat> uh, Penny? Yes? You've always known me as a man who faces facts, haven't you? I guess so. I've never thought about it. You've known me as a man who faces the truth. I think truth and facts are the same thing. Uh, yes, 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 they are. Ergo, as a man who faces the truth, faces facts, it follows I'm not afraid of truth and facts. Judge, are you running for something this election? <laughs> Please. So, if I, Bessemer Grundle, am not afraid of truth, you, Penny Williamson, should never worry about telling me the truth. Right? Right. Good. Now, remember, I'm not afraid. Now, for a direct question. Shoot. Are you planning to spend the day with the new summer camp counselor? I'll answer that question. No, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Don't tell me. Well, I won't then. Goodbye, Judge Grundle. Oh, you were afraid, Bessemer. <laughs> no. No, pull yourself together. You'll go down standing up. Oh, Gigi, the train's already in. Gee, I wish we knew what the camp counselor looked like. Just stop the first woman you see wearing sensible shoes. Well, I'll yell if I find her. All right, dear. Now, I'll take this. Oh, uh, there you are, Penny. Why, Mr. Wiggins. Penny, I'm here for your best interests. Well, I'm sure, but I don't understand. Judge Grundle. Uh, Penny, I thought it over, and a young, pretty widow like yourself needs... Oh. Hello, Grundle. Hello, Wiggins. <laughs> Just a second, please. By any chance, are you two following me? I wish you'd explain. Well, well Ida, Ida Duncan... Duncan. Ida Duncan... Did, uh, Ida Duncan tell you, Grundle? She told you, Wiggins? Told both of you what? She told me the new summer camp counselor was a man. Yes. Oh, my goodness. 
Now I know why you both behave so oddly. Oh, everything I said, you twisted around. Oh, well, this should serve both of you right for ever believing anything Ida Duncan tells you. Well, you mean that she was just... You know you should be ashamed of yourselves. To think that in all the years you've known me, to think you'd believe I'd try to deceive either one of you. I like both of you very much, and you should know I'd never do anything to hurt or upset you. I feel like a heel. <laughs> I don't know if I can ever again face that portrait of George Washington in my courtroom. Mother. Why, Deejee, yes? This is the new camp counselor. How do you do, Mrs. Williamson? Hey! Holy <laughs> torpedo. The name's Harrison, Frank Harrison. And your daughter tells me I'm going on a picnic. Well, I, I... I... We are all going on a picnic. <laughs> Isn't it a beautiful day? Perfect for the picnic, Mr. Harrison. Oh, I like the country around Middleton. Remember, I'm on the market for more turtles if anybody sees one. My goodness, Judge Grendel and Mr. Wiggins have fallen way behind. Oh, Judge! We'll be right along, Penny. We're having a little talk. It's a shame you have to carry all those lunch baskets, Mr. Harrison. May I help? Oh, no, no, they're not heavy. Now, look, Wiggins, no matter what our personal feelings about each other are, you've got to admit we're both faced with the same problem. You mean, uh, Rover Boy up there? <laughs> well, actually, there's just one thing he's got that we haven't. Muscles? No, youth. That's where we've got to fight him. We've got to show Penny that even though we may have more mature minds, we are still young in heart. I don't know about being young in heart, but we've, uh, we've got to wear him down, huh? And between the two of us, we should be able to do it. Well, let's walk a little faster and catch up with it. Walk nothing. We're going to run, kiddo. <laughs> I think they're just, just around the turn. Huh. Yeah, they had better be. Oh, here you are, Judge Grendel. Uh. And Mr. Wiggins. Oh. Uh, don't worry, men. We've only got two more miles to go. Who's, who's worried? <laughs> Mr. Wiggins, you look purple. It's very becoming, Mr. Wiggins. <laughs> Everybody, we want to get there before late afternoon. Uh, Mr. Harrison, you've led hikes before. You set the pace. Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll set the pace. After all, we want to get there. <laughs> we'll set the pace, Wiggins. Uh, I meant we, Judge. Yeah. <laughs> Come on there, Harrison. Don't straggle behind. One, two, three, four. Hunt, two, three, four. Hunt, two, three, Judge, Mr. Wiggins, I think you're overdoing a little. Overdoing nothing. Come on, Mr. Harrison. Don't straggle. What are you looking back for, Judge? He's up ahead. 
There's a log over the stream. We can cross on that. I'm going to let Gregory Peck swim a little. Why, Mr. Harrison, do you need a log to cross this stream? Well, it's uh, been a couple of years since I did any broad jumping. Ah, uh, the youth of today. <laughs> it's been quite a few years since I was the champion broad jumper at Chicago. But my generation... Well, I mean... <laughs> oh, Judge, you're not going to play leapfrog over this babbling brook. Uh, just stand back, everyone. Uh, I, I think it's a little too wide, Judge. Oh, nonsense! What? Go ahead, Judge. <laughs> just get, get a little running stop. That's all I need. Oh, Judge Brundle! Gregory! <laughs> Deeper. Why don't we rest a bit before we do the last hitch? Rest? <laughs> rest? You're not tired, Miss Harrison? Well, <laughs> young I, uh... fellow like you, tired. <laughs> you hear that, Penny? I'm just getting my second win. Ever wrestle, Mr. Harrison? Not while I'm taking a break. <laughs> hear that, Judge? <laughs> yes. Come on, Judge, you and I wrestle. <laughs> Oh, but Judge, you're still wet from the stream, and I... Come on, Judge! All right. What was that, Wiggins? I don't know. It sounded like it could have been... My sacroiliac! Oh, dear! Mr. Wiggins! Oh, don't touch me! Oh, Judge Grundle! I can't stop it! Oh, Oh, I can't move! Oh, dear! Uh, I'd better run back to town and get an ambulance. For both of them. I saw the doctor, Judge Grundle, and Mr. Wiggins. He thinks he can have you both out of the hospital in a couple of days. Uh, Ow, you're shaking the room. How are they feeling? Better. Judge, Mr. Wiggins, I think both of you should thank Mr. Harrison for getting the ambulance so quickly yesterday. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sorry you two are going to be laid up. I wanted to have a dinner party for you tomorrow night so you could meet my wife. She arrives tomorrow. Your what? Your wife? You, uh, mean you're married? Yes. Well, drop by and see you tomorrow. So long. I'll be right out, Mr. Harrison. Well, boys, outside of feeling miserable, don't you both feel a little foolish? No! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Mr. Wiggins, because of you, Sue got 100% in spelling for her final exam this morning. Me? Well, what did I have to do with it? Oh, because of what's happened to you, she knew how to spell sacroiliac. Oh, don't no,
Penny Singleton Show features Gail Gordon, Jim Backus, Sarah Selby, B. Benaderet, Mary Lee Robb, Sheila James, and Tom Brown. The music was composed and conducted by Von Dexter. The Penny Singleton Show is written and directed by Robert Soderbergh and stars Penny Singleton. Good night. Keep well. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for